Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is RU Series Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Well, 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 well. What do we have here? Angel Reese is back. Kim Mulkey confirmed today that Bayou Barbie is back. We'll talk a little bit about that. Might go on a little bit of Ruf, uh, a Rafino's rant, which I, I I don't even know where to start. Have no clue. But okay, but All of you on the podcast, you can't see what's on the screen right now. Antonio Fama, uh, Alfano committed to LSU. Blake, I have been told by multiple people he does not have an offer. No. I know the kid said what he said. I'm just telling you what I'm told. I don't really want to go into grave detail. Believe what you want to believe. If you want to believe us, great. You don't, also great. Guys, I built this business. I built this business before shows were ever a thing by quote-unquote breaking news. Don't want to do it anymore. Don't have to do it anymore. Don't strive to do that. Okay? Thought that that's what I wanted to do. Turn on the camera one day, did a show, loved it. Never turn back. It's how AYS was developed. The, the people that were here the longest, you know and I know. Believe what you want to fucking believe. You don't want to believe us? I really don't care. Because the truth is the truth. 
Nevertheless, that's not what I'm talking about. No, he does not have an offer from what I've been told, nor did he commit because he doesn't have an offer to commit. What I will talk about is I've been having a lot of you ask me about potentially where LSU could be in a bowl game and if what it would look like if they were to play Notre Dame and what my thoughts about it. I'll go in a little bit of a rant about that. That's what the Rafino's rant is about. I'm not spending time on, on all that other bull BS. It's not what I'm here for. It's not what I want to do. We're not talking about it. The answer is no. Potentially, the LSU-Notre Dame matchup, Jaden Daniels, you know, what if he doesn't play? What if he does play? We'll break that all down. What do I think for LSU going forward? We'll talk a little recruiting in that, right? What do I think LSU's got to do here and down the stretch when things are coming in? You got a 2025 kid in Keelan Moses. Okay, he was going to be committing tomorrow. He says he's going to come out and shock the world. If you're on the forum, I have my pick in. It's on there. Go do it. AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. You got him. Gabe Rutherford. Can LSU can LSU get there? Can they make the flip? If they can do that, you start feeling a little bit better about yourself a little bit. Start closing this out. You're going to have to go in the portal. We'll talk about just college football in general's portal. But I thought this was interesting, and I want to make this a note, okay? Before we do anything else, today was one of the wilder days in this business that I've ever had. This week, honestly, has been the wildest week, I think, for me that I've had in a long time doing this. What I would say is, is today, K.J. Jefferson, okay, was in the portal. He wasn't in the portal. He tweets or Instagrams or whatever he posts saying, I haven't decided yet. And I just quote tweet it and say, you know, at my co-host on Rafino Joe show, at Joe DeLeon, let the games begin. And like a third of you are pissed off that I'm not only talking about LSU. People in there saying, who cares? If you do not like me talking about other teams in college football, there is a button. It's called unfollowed. Because I will tell you, if there's one thing that I am going to do, I am going to talk about all sports if I fucking feel like it. So, if we talk about college football, if we talk about tennis, water polo, hockey, it's none of you, it's not, what does it matter? See, you can come on to our stuff and our content and say, oh, I don't care. Talk about what I want to talk about. When do we ever go on stuff that you post about? What about all the political shit that a lot of you post that I want to go under there and just be like, shut the hell up, dude. Like, come on. What a wild day. <laughs> what a wild day. 15 minutes, Zach Nagy, Sports Illustrated, joins us. We'll talk and uh, kind of recap the season. And as I mentioned, we'll talk some portal. Is there any guys that are in the portal right now that LSU may target? Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. But a crazy wild war. We're just in the beginning of the transfer portal, so it's going to be fun. One of those wild west type of uh, uh, days in the portal. We'll talk about all of it. Uh, let's get to a couple comments. 
Uh, Dane Bergeron says, let's go, Blake. I am 4-0 against the bad virus. Well, I'm glad you're okay, man. Um, glad you're better, right? Uh, I mean, I've had it twice, and it kicked my butt twice. I, I mean, not really like I, I, I wasn't breathing bad. Man, I just got really bad body aches. One time, the first time that I got it, I think a lot of you remember it was during the College World Series, not this past year, but the year before. Actually, it was. I had COVID during, um, I want to say it was a College Baseball World Series run, this one and last one. So when Ole Miss won it and this one, dude, it kicked my rear end. Both of them in like July, June, July, kicked my tail. I just, body aches, breathing fine, all that kind of stuff. So glad you're over because I, I, worst I'd ever felt in my life. Uh, Robert Law says, ask Blake, are you set on Nuss next year? Uh, I'm not set. I mean, if there's somebody in the portal that you can get, I'm not set. Uh, do you see us bringing in someone in the portal like K.J. Jefferson or another quarterback? I do not see us bringing in K.J. Jefferson. I think you're going to roll with Garrett Nussmeyer. I do think you might get somebody younger than Garrett Nussmeyer, maybe a guy that rotated in and out. I'm not saying this player. D- I'm not saying this player, but because I'm not talking about him. I'm just giving you the example of like what he kind of went through. Like the kid Max Brown at Florida makes a lot of sense for me. Guy that's seen action, guy that can you think that has the traits to run the kind of offense that you have, things like that. Yes, yeah, somebody like that. I don't think it's him. I'm just saying in general. I do think that you're going to look in the portal. I don't think LSU knows exactly yet. What quarterback they would target if they got into the portal? What does a guy like Eli Holstein do at Alabama? Because Julian Sain is coming in. Do you think Eli Holstein fits your offense? Do you think he's better than Ricky Collins? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. We'll see how all that plays out. But I have speculations. I have thoughts. We can talk about it. Oh! Michael Roby says from the two five ones in the house. I have not been doing that lately. I guess uh, Thanksgiving threw us off. Where is everybody watching the show from today? Where are you watching from? Are you in the two two five? Where at in the two two five? Are you in the three three seven? Where at in the three three seven? Let us know where you're watching the show from. Nine eight five. Holly, if you hear me, oh, you at the paper mill. What city are you in in those area codes? Uh, let me see here. Paul Franks says, how deep is a water pool, polo pool? I have no idea, man. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. Zero clue. Zero freaking clue. None. <laughs> Not a damn one. All right. We see I see some 337 in here. I see some 225 Zachary. Cecilia says Jerry, bro. Uh, Michael's in the 601 Collins, Mississippi. Uh, Penn Jones says, Blake, I think we pick up a QB Howard out of Kansas State. Could, but I don't think this kid would come here to sit, though, uh, Penn. I don't think he comes here to sit. Uh, Paul Frank says he's in Villeplay. Villeplay, y'all. Key, y'all. <laughs> I dated a girl out in Villeplatte. She used to say, key, y'all. I don't know what that means, but what does key, y'all mean? You Cajuns out there in the 337, let me know. 
Uh, MJ says, 985, the Ponchatola, Louisiana is in the building. Good to have you here with us. Good to have you all in here with us. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. Wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bell, wherever you listen to podcasts, which thank you all for doing this. A lot of you went over to Apple Podcasts and gave us a five-star rating uh, last night. We still have some people that I'm pretty sure it's somebody on the LSU beat or just people. I, I It's definitely LSU related, clearly. Um, but somebody's going into our shows on Apple Podcasts and giving us a, like a one-star rating. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. If you haven't done so already, can y'all do us a favor by going over to Apple Podcasts? Give us that five-star rating. Give us a little bit of a rev- uh, review. We greatly appreciate it, man. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. All right. Let's get rolling. Everybody do us a favor. We told you what it was. Do it now. Be right back. We got a lot to discuss. I know you want to hear some gossip. I'll give you a little. You want to know what happened today. I'll tell you a little. After that, we got a lot to discuss. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds in lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. We're back. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to We had a complete malfunction. Stay with us. He will sell your house and find you a new well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. Tom Alexander is a Ayu Dak. Ayu Dak I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> what's going on here? All right. Lots to discuss. No clue what just happened. No clue what just happened. We had a glitch and a half. A glitch and a half. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Oh, Rick Kelly says, Blake, if JD5 plays in the bowl game and accounts for six touchdowns, then he will be in second place alone in all-time TDs in SEC history. That doesn't make sense. Joe Burrow scored 65. What are you talking about? Joe Burrow's number one. Oh, second place. Yeah, 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 my bad, my bad. I read that wrong. I read that wrong. See, we're already having a bad, bad, stupid show. Yeah, you're right. Uh, let me tell you this, and I appreciate that, uh, Rick. Guys, you're going to get really mad at me. 
Jaden Daniels has no business playing the bowl game. Now, if it's a New Year's Six Bowl, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. You know, Bryce Young played in the New Year's Six Bowl last year. I, I'm with you. I just don't see the upside for Jaden. I, I think you're, you're risking too much. Guys, he could be a top 10 pick. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, the kid has shown that he will overcome a lot of different things while at LSU. Maybe he does. But as of right now, I I, I would be shocked, really. Like, I, I would be shocked if he played in the ballgame. I, I would not. If he asked me, like if Jane Daniels, which he's not, but if Jane Daniels came up to me and said, hey, man, would you play in the ballgame? I'd say no. I'd 1,000% say no. I know Brian Kelly probably doesn't want that because it's a part of our Rafino's rant and where we will go next. But I got to get this from Matthew Bear. Father Matthew Bear. he says, Key y'all is like, wow, look at that. Okay. Key y'all, look at how Daniels broke that dude's ankles. Okay. Key y'all. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Father Bear. I greatly appreciate you uh, letting us know what the 337 slang was on Key Y'all. Very quickly, because I am running so late. Um, the offer thing today, I'm going to keep it two sentences. Was told it wasn't real. Was told that there wasn't an offer. I, guys, everybody's like, well, why would he confirm it? Why do you think I would make that up? And then why do you think I wouldn't delete it? I am not here maybe in the past, to break news. Don't want to do it. Now, if somebody gives us something, all right. They tell us to run it, fine. I don't think that I got to justify after the us being here since 2017 and doing this very consistently, I don't think that I have to justify to anybody when everything that we've done has been at least and at minimum 99% accurate on everything that we've done when it comes to sourcing. Opinions and sourcing are two different things. And I will put everything that I had on the line about when I was told, who I was told by. Guys, this is my livelihood. I'm not playing around with that. Maybe you think that I just, oh, I need likes and clicks. Guys, I get 45 million impressions a month. I don't need this little impressions from this kid. I promise you I don't. I promise you I don't. I look at Twitter analytics arguably every single day. Like every single day. Like, hey, man, where are we at in the analytics department? And then I look and see that just in the impressions on Twitter in the last 28 days is well over 15 million. No, I don't need your interaction and clicks. So I do not believe that the kid who came out today, the uh, Antonio Alfaro, Alfano kid, I was told he did not have an, an offer. A lot of you have asked me, though, let's change gears. A lot of you have asked me over the last couple of days about, like, look, Blake, you have, at least since Brian Kelly has been here, had this little rivalry thing with Notre Dame. Now, it's projected that LSU and Notre Dame could potentially play each other in the bowl game. I have been asked what I thought, you know, is this a kind of like a little bit of a must win for Brian Kelly at LSU? No, it is not. 
what I will tell you is, okay, does would it justify and give you the upper hand in reference to, especially if you won that game without Jane Daniels, to say, hey, man, we are the best. Like, Brian Kelly beat LSU when he was at Notre Dame in bowl games. He flips over to LSU, then LSU beats Notre Dame in a bowl game. Like, yeah, it might be that he is the difference. I want that game more than anything. If there is one game that I specifically want, if LSU's not going to go to New Year's Six Bowl, if they're not going to get into the playoff, which obviously we know that they're not, that is 1,000% the game that I want to be or play for LSU. I think that Garrett Nussmeyer is good enough to lead you to a win there. I think that you do have some really good young wide receivers and Kyron Lacey probably playing. Does Brian Thomas play? Because could he move himself even more into that first round? Who knows? But I will tell you, if there's a game I want, it's that one. There's not another team that LSU has the potential to play to wrap out their season in 2023 football more that I want to face more than Notre Dame. I think it'd be fun. I think it would be, you want to talk about, I just said content. That content would be going off the roof for a month. All the trash talking that would happen between Brian Kelly and and Notre Dame us defending Brian Kelly and them saying Notre Dame this Notre Dame that Brian Kelly this Brian Kelly that yes I want it 1,000% so those were a couple of questions that I've been asked the most over the last couple days do I think LSU can win yes do I think that we don't have a lot? We have a lot of unknowns if Jane Daniels doesn't play? Also, yes. Also, yes. And guys, look, I know Notre Dame is not a world beater when it comes to what they've done offensively. I don't think that Sam Hartman would play in that game. Okay. Maybe he would because he's likely maybe not a top two round pick. But if he doesn't, then nobody really knows. And it's because it really is bowl games. Unfortunately, bowl games now in college football are glorified just scrimmages. I mean, it does look good on a resume. If you get to that 10th win, always will. Like, hey, man, we're a 10-win football team back-to-back years. Yeah, it is. I want you to have that resume. I want them to have 10 wins, right? Like, I'm not (laughs) – I'm right there with you. I do think, though – for LSU long-term, more than that bowl game. Like, well more than that. And, look, bowl games can catapult you. But LSU's once bowl games, the la- or last year, it didn't propel them into what they would do against Florida State months and months and months after. Now, you don't have Florida State in this one, and you got USC, and I'm just going to tell you, the- <laughs> listen, I know that they are bad. USC is very bad on defense. We have no idea what they're going to look like when they hire their new D.C. and portal guys and freshman guys that they bring in. We don't know. That's So, that being the number one, I will tell you, um, that's what I want. I think a lot of you want that too. Also, I've also been asked a lot about in, or in reference to Players that could potentially go into the transfer portal for LSU, I I will tell you, do I think that there's some names to watch out for? Yeah, 1,000%. 
do I feel – am I going to say – I'm not going to say any in reference to not because, oh, well, Blake's trying to hide something from us. No, I don't know. What I'm saying is I don't even really want to speculate on any of those because I think that you're going to be able to hold on to a fair amount of guys. Now, Armani Goodwin, the running back, went to the portal earlier this week. We had so much to talk about. We didn't get to it really, if at all. Uh, I wish Armani well, man. Just didn't work out here. I thought that he had the potential to be a really good back. And so I feel – but, look, you just have really good backs um, that are on this team. You know, there's a lot of buzz out there on the Twitter sphere that Trevor Etienne could hit the portal. And, it, look, man, if he hits the portal, <laughs> go get that Mac uh, – that Mac truck. That dude is a back, bro. We miss on both ATN brothers coming out of high school. I know you got Caleb Jackson and Trey Holly. Okay. Go get him. What happens with Logan Diggs? I think Logan Diggs is out. And look, Caden Durham's coming in. And I think Caden Durham is uh, just a bulldog. An out, I met him a couple times, been around him when we went up to Duncanville. The, when, what was it? For Corey, Moore, uh, Corey Moore's commitment. The dude's a bulldog, man. He is the look, I will tell you this. He is the leader of Duncanville. Okay? Like of that team, if he says something, they they going to say all right cuz he going to get up in their shit balls, but he is going to let them know. I love that kid. He's arguably my favorite player in this recruiting class. Just because look, man, you got five-star, five-star, five-star all here out here at Duncanville. Coy Moore's committing. This man's a bulldog. An outright bulldog. But look, I do think that you're going to have some portal exits. I think you're going to have some portal entries. We'll talk about that when Zach Nagy, because uh, he's about to join us. We'll talk about that when we come back. K.J. Jefferson looks like he might hit the portal. So does Riley Leonard. Max Johnson goes to North Carolina. You're going to have some guys that leave. And Brian Kelly is doing exit interviews now. I think more things will come to light within the next couple of days, maybe even a week. Do I think that you're going to get some guys in there? Yeah. Do I think that you're going to retain a lot of them? Also, yes. Because Brian Kelly said today, or yesterday, whenever he was on with Paul Feinbaum, the number one thing that me as me as a head coach here and us as a, as a staff have to do is we have to get retention. And look, I don't know what that Makai Wingo tweet meant with the with the rock star, with the guitar or whatever. But look, man, if you can get some of these guys to run it back and not go, that's how championship teams are built. When you're senior latent and you've got dudes on top of dudes on top of dudes that have been here for a while. That's how you start building a consistent winner. NIL changes things. So does the portal. But if a guy doesn't know if he's going to get drafted highly enough, hey, man, come get this, you know, this little NIL package. Work yourself up and to go get any more money. It takes that stress off of them. I think that you're going to be one of those teams that can 1,000% benefit off of that. All right. I know I was going to talk about Bayou Barbie. She's back. She's back. Not, you know, I, I hate to say this. She's back like Texas might be. 
Look, if Texas makes the playoffs. I don't know. Guys, did you know, by the way, we're talking about this, me and Joe and Rafino and Joe show, did y'all know that they were 93rd in the country in pass defense? Like, I, I see a lot of you, Derek Williams is going off this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> There's a reason they're 93rd in the country. Guys, you are closer to Texas and the amount of passing yards that you're giving up than any team that's remotely close to making the playoff. I don't know. All right. Zach Nagy next. Guys, hopefully this uh, – guys, let me try to run this one here because we had some crazy stuff on our commercial just a minute ago. Let me run it. Hopefully we don't have any glitches. Zach Nagy, Sports Illustrated, LSU Country, joins us next. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino with AYS sent you on by. Guys, you might know my good friend Carol Falls and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Zach Nagy, Sports Illustrated, LSU Country is our guest. Good evening, good sir. How are you? Doing good. A little under the weather on this end, but we're hanging in there, shaking back. Oh, you all right, man? Hell yeah. I think it might have been the flu, but we're back now. Thanksgiving got you, didn't it? I know what got you. You said you wanted your mama's cornbread dressing or whatever it was last that week. That macaroni hit, though. I can't lie. Oh, it was the macaroni. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I went out maybe one too many times during Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're back now. We're, we're shaking back. We're feeling good. We're doing what we got to do. You were you went out to you went out to the clubs? I did a couple things and stuff. You dirty dog. Hey, how uh, to live while I can. <laughs> how is New Orleans during Thanksgiving week? Is it pretty? Is it not like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't think when families here, like, hey, man, let's go out to Bourbon Street, you know? No, it's fun, man, because like all the boys, everybody's like back in town for the holidays and stuff. So you get to see people you haven't seen in a long time. So we made sure to get after it, but I was feeling it Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> 
We're back now, though. We're feeling good. We're feeling good. That's uh, so great. Zach Nagy's our guest. Let's wrap up this season, Zach. Now, look, I, 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 I don't really know where to start. Like, when I asked this question, like, when I asked it to people a year ago, we were still playing. So, I, yeah. I, we didn't get here. I'm like, man, like, look, the, last year you sit here and you're like, man, what a great year. Year one under Brian Kelly. Zach, the same stuff, the same record yeah. as a year ago and you feel completely different. I don't know how to feel about that. It's just a challenge just because you know there's going to be some turnover over the next couple of weeks. Like last year, you, you were riding a high going to the SEC championship. And like you said, I mean, the script's been flipped. It, it's completely different now than it was a season ago. Um, you don't know what's going to happen on defense. Obviously, the transfer portal's a as big and bright as ever right now. You have a 2024 class that's going to be putting, you know, pen to paper in the next couple of weeks. A lot's going on, a lot of good, a lot of potentially bad. But, look, obviously the energy shifted in a big way, and a lot of things are going to come to light over the next couple of weeks leading up to, you know, bowl week. I did. I wasn't – you know, we have been on here a lot. People have sent super chats, and they've asked you if you thought Matt House was out. I was like, look, man, we're, not, we're still in the middle of the year. I'm not yeah. going to go down that route. But look, let me ask you because it's been a hot topic for whatever reason this week. What you you just talked about it here? What do you think is going to happen? Do you on these changes? Do you think it's and pun intended? Do you think they completely yeah. clean house or just a couple of guys? What do you think happens? My thing really is I I, I wrote a little thing about it a couple of days ago and it, it it was kind of just a mixed bag of emotions for me, just because in my opinion, it's super challenging to want to keep Matt House here. You're putting up a historically bad defense. It's one of the worst ever in LSU history, if not the worst. And you've kind of lost the fan base in that in that aspect. So when I talk about retaining Matt House or cutting him loose, it, it, I kind of lean towards cutting him loose just because you don't want to lose the fan base. And you don't want to go into a year where it's a do or die situation for Brian Kelly and this defense. You don't want you kind of want to start clean, fresh after a year like this. So when I'm looking at what I want to do with with somebody like Matt House, it's it, it's more leaning towards cutting him loose. And look, at the same time, I'll, I'll cover all my bases here with, with somebody like Matt House with the personnel. We've seen what he can what he can do. Last year wasn't horrible. He handled business to a degree. So when, when I look at the Matt House saga, it's one: can he get it done with the personnel? Obviously, this year was a challenge. And are you willing to kind of sit back here and? kind of have your fan base on a whim all right see here's the problem when so i've heard brian kelly say this zach in reference to personnel i'm not saying i disagree with yeah. hey yes you're right like the reason you're not executing is that there have been personnel issues right the problem i have with his argument or the argument about it just being a lot of personnel well, then you misevaluated in recruiting, especially in the portal, which is even a, even a massive, a more massive problem, because you're going to have to go and do that again, right? Like look, that's a that's that's a fantastic point. And when I look at my two options, that I'm saying retain him or cut him loose. When I look at the cut him loose option, I look at the different personnel packages that he threw out on the field. Abysmal. Why? You look at the schematic issues that he had. Abysmal. So I can sit back here and talk about personnel as a whole and the players that you have, and maybe they weren't SEC caliber guys, and that goes back down to recruiting, like you said. But at the same time, you have to try to make way with what you got, and you got to let your playmakers make plays. And obviously we didn't see that with Harold Perkins through the first couple of weeks, and it was kind of like you transitioned into an inside linebacker role, but then you weren't really wanting him to work him as an inside linebacker role. You were throwing him wherever the hell you could, 
and trying to make way with the talent that he has. So that's my thing when I'm looking at cutting him loose, potentially. You didn't make the most of what you got. And what do you do now? Do, do you just, like, like you said, clean house? Oh, what happens now? So, look, you, you got my two cents. I don't need to ramble on and on. But you, you got some decisions to make sooner rather than, than later because I'll be damned, man. You can't lose this fan base this early in the Brian Kelly era. I, I agree. And I don't even think, like, look, even if Matt House comes back, you can't lose faith in him. Because he's going to be here after next year anyway unless, you know, something happens where he leaves. But I don't think that that's happening. On the opposite side of that, Zach, you, as much as you got to fix things in a personnel light on defense, you got a lot that you got to replace on offense. Uh, the question, we got asked this a lot already tonight before you joined us, but do you think not to start – I'm not saying that. Do you think that LSU goes into the portal and pull or tries to get a quarterback for death reasons? Yeah, I I, I would say not hell yes, but I would go in there and say like <laughs> hell yeah, man. Like you're you're one injury away from starting a redshirt freshman or a true freshman. Right. You're, you're sitting there with you know not a lot of reinforcements in your back pocket. Your bag's not deep when you're looking at the quarterback situation if something happens with Nussmeyer. So. Look, it's hard in this day and age to go into the transfer portal and say, you might be our backup. It's hard to pull somebody in and say, you might be our QB2. Nussmeyer's waited. Nussmeyer's done his time. You don't owe Garrett Nussmeyer anything. He has to earn that spot at the end of the day. Right. But yeah. I mean, to answer your question with a one-word answer, yes. You have to go into the portal and you have to go get a quarterback. You have to you know, establish depth at that position group. Yeah. You know what it reminds me a lot of? In a way, it's not the same, okay, but in a way, it reminds me of when Brian Kelly obviously came here. I, I, Zach, I'm old enough to remember that Miles Brennan came back and you, you obviously have Nussmeyer and then you go get Jane Daniels. But there was right. a lot of the same conversations there. Like it, you're one, you couldn't trust Miles Brennan because he'd been hurt more times than he could count. Okay. Tripped over a flip-flop, all right? I mean, like, he even confirmed that he tripped over a flip-flop. That's not me yeah. saying it. Like, he confirmed that rumor, okay? And then you got a young Garrett Nussmeyer who, Zach, the next time that we saw Garrett Nussmeyer play in any game, he threw two picks against Southern. So, yeah, I think if you don't go do that for depth reasons alone, you could be in issues. Now, let me ask you this. Is there any quarterback right now that you would target that's already in the portal? tough because man you're seeing so many dogs enter the portal right now it's it's, it's free agency like would you, you go get kj that, obviously kj jefferson somebody that people are going to look at grayson mccall is an interesting name just because yeah. what could he do in this offense and you know like obviously sunbelt over here i'm gonna sit here and, and talk about my three-time sunbelt player of the year type of guy but look man like you got guys you got dogs in the portal that you can go after and do they go after a big name like that and, and try to sway him and say look you can come in compete and try to get this QB1 job, or do you go and try to get depth? Like, you just try to go get depth. It's, it's, you're, you're weighing your options here. It, it's, it's a challenging situation, but, look, ultimately you got to go get a quarterback. you, you got to go get somebody to back up Nussmeyer at the end of the day, and it's, it's going to be tricky because I trust Nussmeyer's arm talent. I think Nussmeyer has all the intangibles in the world to be a good quarterback and not necessarily carry the torch, but get there and be a game manager if you need him to be. But you, you got to go get somebody. you got to go get somebody. Did you just say that you were a three-time, uh, a humble brag, a three-time Sunbelt Conference Award winner? 
Grayson McCall. Grayson McCall was. Oh, I thought you said I am, and I'm like, man. I, I wish. Oh, I'm did did my wish. man play safety in the Sun Belt, and I didn't even know it? I wish. We're talking McCall. We're talking business. He's the man. <laughs> I was like, Zach Nagy must have been, you know, like a like the Sun Belt's Jack Hunt, you know? I like would fle- I would be flexing my ass off if I, <laughs> if I was a three-time Sun Belt player of the year. You got to – come on, man. Come on now. My goodness gracious. Oh, God, it's so great. All right, Zach Nagy, LSU Country, is our guest. Language, uh, dude, you can, you're fine on this one. I, on the other ones, maybe not on this one. Trust me, we're, we're fine. On, um, so, listen, Corey Raymond was fired this week by Florida. Yeah, um, so, look, I, 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 I've told some people this, but I'll just say it here and get your thoughts. I feel like I'm on an island on this take. Do I think that Corey Raymond can come back and do great things at LSU? Sure, we've seen him do it before. Do I think that he can do better in recruiting in state? Yeah, we've seen it before. But Zach, I got to be real with you. Yeah. The last four years, he's had the just average rank of pass yards allowed, passing team or pass coverage teams. He's ninetieth. If his name was Corey Smith or Corey Nagy, and and that was his resume, and he had never been here, let's say he was at Alabama, for example. Like, if he did all that at Bama, and the same kind of situations happened. If I said he's going to be your next DB coach, would you not have questions? I mean, you bring up a valid point. Obviously, it's, it's a name thing that sticks out like a sore thumb. Right. He, he's a fantastic recruiter. He locks down the state. He handles business. He does what he does. And you can go look at the numbers, and obviously he was a member of that what twenty twenty defense where one hundred twenty seventh out of one thirtieth man. That was it was the, it was horrible. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I don't think Corey Raymond is your answer. Obviously, people will sit back and say, "No, bring him back." Like there's things that he can do, but in my opinion, there, there's too much baggage. And and you have somebody, you have recruiting gurus who can go out in the state of Texas and state of Louisiana and try to lock down players. You, you have Frank Wilson for crying out loud, man. He's the Louisiana guy, so you have you you have experienced guys who can go out and recruit, and it's not really worth the baggage, in my opinion. I think Corey Raymond can be a good coach, and I think he's a great person. But at the end of the day, I don't know if it's worth going out and giving him another chance right now, right off the bat. Well, look, I am not, and I don't think you, I know you're not either. Just to clarify, I'm not saying he's not coming back here. I don't think that you're saying or saying like he won't be the next DBs coach. But all I'm saying is, is like if we're going to act like that there's not question marks around that, I think is a very big – like, I, I mean, Zach, I'm, I'm looking at – hold on, I got it right here. Because I, I talked about this last night. I mean, you're, you're talking about, Zach, in the last four years – or since NIL. This is how I phrased it. Since NIL, okay, yeah. 127th in the country in pass defense, 91st in 2021 – 2022, 74th, and 2022 – or 2023, excuse me, 69th. Average of 90. So, again, like, I get that there were bad teams, but you can't always be reliant on a Derek Stingley to save you every day. Right? If Derek Stingley goes down, you got to have other dudes that can step up and be moderately good. You can't just, you know – but what do I know? All right. A couple more. Zach, were you at the Kim Mulkey press conference today? Yeah, man, that was wow. That that was that was something, man. That was something. She <laughs> went twelve minutes over, clapping back at everybody. She was confronting people. It was fantastic. She, she was talking her stuff, and 
she was answering the questions and she was asking them right back. So she was doing it the Mulkey way. I can't complain. It was, it was um, fantastic. By the way, I haven't posted this because I'm not giving him the justification. But you know that Glenn Gilbo got freezing cold takes because of our tweet saying, you know, going back and saying, damn. Oh, yeah. and like, okay. He did block me, but I'm not giving him the justification of him, like, knowing. All He's right. Blocking everybody. He's blocking <laughs> He's everybody. Okay. Let me just one thing. I mean, it's great to have Angel back. Right. But do you think that, like, do am I wrong in thinking that, like, would you do this to Brian Kelly? Like, my, my, every time they keep asking her about it, I'm like, would you keep doing this if, it, if it's Brian Kelly? Because I, I get the question. I get asking about it. But she's pretty much, pretty much put her foot down and said, guys, I'm not telling you what happened. So why does people keep asking the, the details like Glenn, do you think? And do you think it's justified that people like for that question? It's a unique situation because I was looking at it this way. and we were, A couple of us were talking about it. It's, imagine if Jaden Daniels just mysteriously fell, oh, just, just disappeared for two, let's say two games. He missed two weeks. And you, you consistently ask Brian Kelly, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? And you get no answer. There's going to be some type of pushback. Eventually, people in the media are going to try to come after Kelly in a way and try to get his perspective on it all. Comparing the two is difficult. Um, well, it's, it's difficult. I I, I, I just thought like Denver Harris. He answered the question twice, and it was pretty much over with. It is. It, it's it's challenging. It, it's challenging, and it, I understand not wanting to give the details of the situation. But at the end of the day, all you're doing is leaving people to speculate. And it makes the program look a little bit, you know, worse to a sense. I understand keeping things in-house. You've played ball. Everybody, a lot of us have played ball and stuff. And it's just kind of like it, it. the locker room is a sacred place. I get it. She talked about that today. Right. But, man, it, it's just it's challenging when you're seeing so much speculation from the outside and you have the opportunity to kind of clarify it if you'd like to. I, I mean, what she, wanted, what she wanted to go out there and say, hey, they were fighting in the locker room. They, exactly. they were throwing and, and bows. It just makes the program I, look bad. Exactly. I mean, it's it's either way. Um, it's going to be interesting. What do you, what do you think about uh, Smith being out? That's a big loss. That's a lot bigger. But that, that's a, that's a tremendous loss. I, I really hope people understand that how big that is because she was in the midst of a year where she was going to break out. She stayed in Baton Rouge all summer. She was really one of the only players that actually stayed here all summer and worked on her game. She lived in the weight room. She worked on her game. She did what she could and. You know, she, she hit that next level, and she was poised to have a breakout year. And then, obviously, I mean, dude, she didn't just hurt her knee. She blew it out. ACL, yeah. meniscus, MCL, MCL, I mean, everything. So, yeah. she, she's going to she's gonna have a lot of rehab moving no forward. But no to question. get Angel Reese back in that front court is a big deal. Uh, well, you kind of need her now. Funny how that suspension got lifted as soon I as. Wait, yeah, I was, waiting for you to make, I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> All right. Well, they got a good big game tomorrow against Virginia Tech. We'll see how that plays out. All right, a couple more for you, Zach, but we do have a $9.99 Super Chat here from Wade. He says, LSU is circled by great Louisiana recruiters, Bo Davis, Terry Joseph, Elijah, and now Pete Golding. Thank you, Wade, so much for the Super Chat. Going to his point back really quickly, uh, or going back to LSU football very quickly. Uh, look, if you're when you talked about, you know, there potentially being a change of D.C., Dude, I really want a DC that will come in here and recruit, like actually recruit. Like, meaning Dave Aranda, love him to death, didn't recruit yeah. well. Matt House, love him to death, didn't recruit well. Durante Jones, 
I look, Durante tried. Okay, but Durante wasn't here long enough for it being to be worth a damn. He never saw a recruiting class. Uh, Bo Pelini got Greg Penn here. Okay, well, Greg Penn yep. one year game. All right, and Zach, I just sit here and say to myself, can you know? Look, you get. Uh, you know what the biggest lie in all of sports is? Is oh, uh, you know, and I hear this around LSU all the time. Oh well, you know the this corner. Yeah, you know, like he doesn't like to recruit. What do you mean you don't like to recruit? You're getting paid two million dollars. Stop being lazy and go out there and recruit. Am I off by just saying like, hey man, go get a dude that wants to go kill it in recruiting? I think that's again an extremely valid take because recruiting builds the foundation of a of a championship team. Right. And I think that question that he asked was kind of around when we were sitting there talking about Corey Raymond. Because I, I was sitting there saying how, yes, he's an elite recruiter. Yes, he can lock down Louisiana. Yes, he can go and get cornerbacks wherever he wants. Uh, but at the end of the day, the numbers show that maybe you shouldn't bring him back. So, no, I mean, that, that's not a crazy thing at all to say I want to go get a defensive coordinator who can, God damn it, go out there and recruit the best of the best on a week-by-week basis, month-by-month basis. So, no, I mean, that, that's how it is. It's the foundation of building a championship caliber roster. Uh, very quick thought on, on men's basketball. Did you watch the game last night? I did. And, look, it's it's – it's hard for me to continue to sit back and saying it's a work in progress with Matt House. Obviously, he inherited a – or I'm sorry, Matt McMahon, I apologize. Oh, yeah. it, it's challenging for me to sit back here and say, uh, you know, for Matt McMahon, he, he inherited a challenging situation, and he has work to do. And, look, the recruiting class that he's bringing in is pretty solid. He's bringing in, you know, top 50 guys, Curtis Givens and Robert Miller the third. So he's doing what he can in the recruiting trail. He'll have to hit the trail portal. Again, unfortunately, I have to say it, it, it's a work in progress. Rome wasn't filling the day, and – I don't want to say to be patient because that's not what anybody wants to hear, but it, it's going to take a little bit of time. And then without Jalen Cook, you know, suiting up for the Tigers, it's, it's, a, it's a tremendous loss. That's a 20-point-per-game score. So right. it, they got smacked in the face with him being ineligible. So a challenging year ahead for this program. I, I said this last night. I'll continue to say it. Even if they don't win an SEC game, if ultimately if something happens at the end of the season, it is what it is. This is, for me, this is technically, like, I'm viewing this one under him as year one. And well I, don't, I, I don't think that you can judge him off, the, off of this year and last year, Zach, mainly due to the point of what did you want him to do last year? I, I got to tell you, when he beat Arkansas, when LSU basketball beat Arkansas last year, I was like, oh, my God. You know, yeah, exactly. I was like, like, what is going on? What exactly. is going on? Okay, Matt McMahon's going to run this thing. Man. He went in the student section. He was dapping up people in the student section. I was like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Like, this is fantastic. Well, and I got to be honest with you. I was like, I never seen him have that kind of emotion. I was like, oh, my God. He wants to win so bad here. And I see it. And people are bailing on him. And I'm not going to do that yet because I, I, I like Matt McMahon a lot. All right. Last thing for you here. College football championship week. How do you see it shaping out? I think that there's going to be some upsets, but how do you see it happening? Yeah, I, I think this is this is what a lot of us have been waiting for because we want to see what that final you know college football playoff, that final four looks like. And there's so many things that can twist and turn and, and make it this this just challenging way to pick your final four. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for the SEC championship. Bottom line, I'm not going to like dance around it and anything like that. I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what happens here. Bama wins. What the hell happens with your, with your final four? So... Yeah, I'm excited for that SEC championship game more than anything. I, obviously, I've I've checked around and, and done a couple scouting reports on a couple other conference championships, but you know that SEC championship is obviously the one that you and I are circling and most excited about. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I'm almost almost 
not quite, almost as intrigued. I think for an LSU base, has more a little bit more intrigue because of Jaden Daniels. A Friday night, Oregon versus uh, Washington. I got to be real with you. Uh, on Rafino and Joe show, I picked Oregon to win. I picked them into my preseason to win the Pac-12. I'm going to stay with them. Um, dude, I, I, I think that Bo's going to have a good game. This defense for Washington's not good. What do you think about the Pac-12? How do you think that one's going to shake out? I think Oregon ultimately wins that game. I guess you could say Bo Nix is going to have a good game, checking it down and throwing it five yards. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Um, let the check down artist do what he can. And I'm, I'm going to, that's the only time I'm going to be opinionated just because I'm so, I'm so intrigued with the Heisman race. I'm, I'm such a Jaden Daniels advocate. So I have to throw out some slander as best I can. Bo Nix is a fantastic game manager. It's a fantastic quarterback. And I think ultimately Oregon's going to beat Washington at the end of the day. They're, they're going to get the job done. Um, but yeah, this, this is where you can see a lot of things shake up with the, with the Heisman talk over here. Obviously if they lose, good God, we're going to see hell break loose, but I think they win. I think they get it done against you know, the abysmal Washington defense. You know what would be wild and would help Jaden a lot is if Florida State won and Alabama won, you could say both two of his losses came against the ACC and the SEC champs. So, in a way, you need Oregon to lose, okay, for him. You would need Oregon yep. to lose. And if Alabama could pull – which, in my opinion, would be one of the more crazy ups, not maybe crazy upsets, but just nobody really thinking that it can happen. And yeah. then, you know, like I, I, it would help Jaden a lot, but I don't know if any of that is going to happen. But look, at some point, we need chaos. We got chaos a year ago when TCU went down uh, to Kansas State. Zach, tell it, uh, you know, look, we've done this with you. Let me say this because. You know, we got Christmas right around the corner just in case we don't get you uh, back. I'm sure we will, but just in case. Yeah. Um, it's been a great year having you on here every week, man. I, I appreciate you being here with us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're going to continue to do it but and, and bring you on here. But tell everybody where they can catch all of your stuff and what you're doing over there at LSU Country. Yeah, hell yeah. You can go check out LSU Country on Sports Illustrated. It's si.com slash LSU and putting out recruiting Football, basketball, anything LSU related, man. You name it, we're, we're pumping it out there. So we got an LSU Country Twitter. We got my Twitter right here, at Zinagi20. Putting out things every single day. Putting out a bunch of content. Like I said, man, LSU stuff, you name it, we got it. But, yeah, been a fantastic year. I'm sure we'll get me on here before the year ends. But, yeah, no I look forward to keep doing it, Blake. This has been fantastic. Now, let me ask you this. You, you, your buddy Preston Guy, is he, I heard he had a warrant for his arrest in the state of Oregon. Is this true? Man, he's he's been he's been on a rampage on Twitter. I'll tell you that much. He's been he's been getting some clout. He's been doing a he he's he's not shying down from any competition. He's been putting anything he can out there, and and he's handling business. He's handling business. Him and Cody Warsham have been uh you know kind of leading this charge for Jaden Daniels for Heisman. No doubt. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you. We'll we'll, I'm, we'll have you on back again before the year's out. But just in case we don't, thank you so much for the year. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Beautiful. Appreciate you, man. All right, that's Zach Nagy, LSU country. Always great. Great addition to the show. Great having him on here. All right. Let's get to a couple more breaks here, and then we'll wrap it up. Angel Reese is back. I'll give you some of my transfer portal thoughts, news. We'll wrap up the show by doing that. Stay with us. Bayou Daiquiri's at Bayou Bowling Go is owned and operated locally by Steve and Lisa Bean. You can find them at 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington, Louisiana. That's 1512 North Highway 190 in Covington. The North Shore's first crawfish drive-thru is about to step it up another notch by bringing you drive-thru daiquiris as well. 
You can call in your order today at 985-888-1914. 985-888-1914. Cause you know what? Daiquiris and crawfish. It's a Louisiana thing. I also want to talk about our good friend uh, John Patton over at GMFS Mortgage. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, even doing a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in, get in touch with him today, 225-614-1234. Let him know that Blake sent you on by. And our good friends over at Fry Construction, Site Work and Land Development, Oil and Gas Services, Commercial construction, construction, Aggregate and Soil Hauling, Waste Containers, Demolition, they do it all. Let them know that Blake sent you on by. So Angel Reese is back. Or I might clip this, so let me let me change this. Angel Reese back into the fold for LSU women's basketball. Kim Mulkey had an electric press conference today, right off the bat, talking about Angel Reese being back. Obviously, Smith um tearing her knee up, gonna be out for the remainder of the year. So awful. And then Kentari Poole, not back with the team. Look, I do think it's funny that Angel Reese comes back when they're playing Virginia Tech. Look, something went on in that locker room. Don't know what it is. Don't really care to know what it is now that she's back. Do I think that she's going to come back out and kill it? I think she has the potential to. Glad to have her back. But look, things like this happen. And... I am just glad that Angel is back. Like, that's the only thing. Because the girl can play. The girl can outright play. And, look, she's a superstar. We're going to need her because, look, you do not have bodies in the middle right now. And I know Del Rosario is a girl that can come in there and get some boards for you. But you're going to need Angel Reese to go off. Right? Like, She's going to have to go off in a lot of these scenarios and these games on the boards because your other big girl just – or big man, technically, I mean, whatever you want to call it, uh, is going to get out – is going to be out. Before we wrap up here, let me just say this too. Um, there have been a lot of quarterbacks that have hit the portal today, and it's something that I wanted to talk about because of this. Do not – tell me that tampering is not going on in college football. Now, I know a lot of you that are listening to this right now or will listen to this on the replay or a clip video that we put out there. I know that you know that tampering around college football is going on. But Duke quarterback Riley Leonard entered the transfer portal today at 3 o'clock. At 3.01, 3.02, whatever it was, Pete Thamel comes out, sources, expect Notre Dame to go after Duke quarterback transfer Riley Leonard. Then, about 30 minutes after that, okay, you have sources. Riley Leonard has put a do not contact or do not disturb checklist next to his name which 10 times out of 10 probably shouldn't say 10 times out of 10 9.9 times out of 10 indicates and shows where they already have been contacted by another school the same exact thing happened with kj jefferson today 
sources on three or whoever it was. Chris Hammer, I think, maybe possibly put it out. I don't know where Chris works at these days. And I apologize. But he comes out and says, sources expect K.J. Jefferson to hit the portal. Then you got South Carolina media at 247. They come out and say, sources, South Carolina leads for K.J. Jefferson's services from inside the portal. Then obviously you had K.J. tweet out or post out, I have not made a decision. How can the NCAA, let me ask you all this question. And I want you to put it inside the chat. How can the NCAA see something like that and not immediately get on top of it? Yet, guys like Jalen Cook in basketball, your boy, the wide receiver that was in North Carolina, when they try to transfer, you hinder them and suspend them from doing so. We talk all of that shizite about Michigan and the steals, uh, the sign-stealing scandal, okay? But how can you not visibly see the tampering going on? Notre Dame has done this twice. They did it with Sam Hartman at first, and it looks like they're about to do it with Ryan Lee Leonard because they're cheating. I'm not saying that LSU doesn't do it. I'm not saying every school in the country doesn't do it. Hell yeah, they're doing it. But it's not this blatantly obvious. You got to be just the most naive human being on the face of the planet. If you think that tampering's not going on here. I mean, can we make it any more blatantly obvious? about what's going on because look at what's happening. You know, I also saw this almost same scenario happen with Eli Ricks in Alabama. We literally, literally had Kayshawn Boutique sit down in an interview and said, yeah, I was thinking about going to Bama. What? Like, what? Oh, brother. I just, I, I don't get it, man. I, I, I just don't get it. So, if I'm Michigan to the NCAA, I say, hey, how is it that Notre Dame is tampering with quarterbacks but yet you're mad that we go inside of a stadium and steal signs when they're obviously out there cheating and recruiting? I don't know, man. I don't know the answer. But to anybody with a pulse who loves college football, you know that it's true. See you guys tomorrow. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V 
on YouTube.